This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 135 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to talk about how to become a travel influencer. Now, the the date of this recording is the beginning of summer, but when this actually comes out, we're going to be talking, it's going to be the middle of August. So many of you are probably thinking, well, I'm past the point of travel, but if you want to be a travel influencer, one of the things that you need to keep in mind is you are very likely going to have to be willing to adjust to the schedule of the place that you want to go to. We're going to dive deep into this, but before we get started, I want to make sure that you are aware that you can download my pitch cheat sheet, which you're going to hear me reference multiple times in this episode, because the steps for pitching for travel are the same if you're going to pitch to work with a food brand or if you're going to pitch to work with a home decor brand. Pitching is very strategic and there are simple steps that you can take. So if you do not have my pitch cheat sheet yet, you're going to want to make sure that you download that. Not only will you see exactly the steps that you need to take, but you'll be given an example of one of my own pitches that resulted in a long-term contract. So If you haven't already downloaded that, make sure that you hop over to the show notes and grab that pitch sheet sheet. All right, so let's dive into how do you become a travel influencer? Well, the first thing that we need to start with is we need to start with the idea of as a travel influencer, you have to have some form of influence, whether you have a social media presence, a blog that goes along with it, and it needs to fit with your brand. Because if you're going to pitch for travel as a home decor blogger, that audience that you may already have isn't necessarily going to translate for travel unless your audience tells you that, yes, they want that. So I'm going to point you to my episode where I talked about social media influencers and the complete guide for it. So if you are wondering what that needs to look like and you're not exactly sure what social media influencer looks like, you definitely want to make sure that you listen to the episode about the complete guide for it because I'm going to walk you through exactly what you need to be doing as an influencer in order to really be able to leverage the audience that you have with the ability to travel. Because if you don't have that audience that is interested in that content, they're not necessarily going to equate to you being able to get paid to actually travel or to even have it compensated if you don't have the influence that you thought you're going to have to be able to pitch. So when it comes to how do travel influencers work? Well, as a travel influencer, you're going to be creating content that your audience, again, this is why your influence is so important, is that you want to create content that your audience actually wants and needs. So that if you are a mom blogger and you create five easy tips on how to travel to Dustin, Florida, let's say, for example, 
then one of those tips is going to drive me back to maybe the place, the hotel that you stayed at or the beaches. Now, there's multiple ways that you can do this. You can actually reach out to the city that you are going to travel to. And they are, when you reach out to them, you're talking to them about their overall city and the options that they have for travel. Now, again, you can check their website. You can go to, if you're going to look for a hotel, go to the hotel's website. And you're going to do the same steps that you normally would to pitch any brand. But you're going to be creating content in exchange for either your stay or to get compensated. I have done both. Now, you again need to approach this with you're working when you are then doing this travel. So you have to make sure that you are willing, first of all, to do that. Because I know personally, I'm in a place now where when I travel somewhere and it's a vacation, I'm not looking to bring my laptop. I'm not looking to work. But if you are looking to travel and work in order to travel, then you are going to have to have the ability to get the shots that you need as far as your camera. You're going to want to make sure that you get video, especially if you're pitching Instagram. We all know right now you can go through the podcast. There are plenty of episodes on using Instagram stories. You're going to use them the same way, tagging the place that you stay at, tagging the city that you're in. And looking at the hashtags that they're using so that you can make sure that your content is coming up when they are looking for that specific city. You always want to make sure that you obviously are tagging location where you are so that people can find it. And that for that company or that travel, the place that you're traveling to is going to look well on that because it's easier for your audience, obviously, to find them. So when you are looking to do travel, you're looking to put together a proposal in which the way that I look at it is I know in my head, I have a price that I would normally charge if I were to do a, let's say a recipe, right? So I'm going to do a normal proposal where I would do a blog post, specific social shares, and I'm going to throw in something extra, which is all part of Pitch Perfect Pro, my course. I teach you exactly how to put this together. But I have a price in mind for that package. I am looking to then look at the price of what it would cost me maybe to travel to that specific spot. And I'm going to make sure that the deliverables I give are going to cover the cost of them having me there, as well as then the paid work that I'm going to be doing. So when you put together a package for your proposal for travel, you want it to be in line with what you would normally charge, if that makes sense. Your pricing should be compensated, obviously, but it should be equal to what you would normally charge for that package or proposal when you put it together. So when it comes to this, you can use all different, obviously, social media platforms. You want to, especially right now, You we see that there's a huge emphasis placed on Instagram, not only in just the feed, but obviously in stories as well. Because with stories, you can, we already talked about the fact that you can point out the location, use the hashtags, but you can also then, of course, tag the place in which you are staying, the hotel, the resort, um, any of the places that you go to within that city. Let's say you go to an aquarium or you go to a home decor store, whatever it is. Now, if some of you are thinking, okay, I'm home decor. How am I going to make travel work? You know that your audience wants it. Well, then make sure that you're visiting places that 
home decor is still going to be a theme of your trip. You still need to connect it. Same way a food blogger goes away and does travel, they still need to connect it to the food. So obviously they're going to talk about the restaurants. They're going to talk about the food that they eat. They're going to be showing, maybe they get a behind the scenes tour of the kitchen and the cook and whatever else it might be. The chef, I shouldn't say cook, the chef. So you want to still always connect it to what your audience is used to. Again, we talked about mom blogger. Well, maybe you're going to talk about um, traveling with kids. In particular, over on the Melrose family, when I was compensated to travel, we did a trip to Myrtle Beach. We, at that time, brought my two girls and my three, um, two nephews and one niece. So there were five children. And they were all, at that time, under the age of five. So the post that I did was traveling with five kids under the age of five, as far as where you could possibly go and what you could do in that particular city. Give it a spin that fits with your audience. That way, it's authentic and solves problems for your audience. If you are a home decor blogger and you never ever talk about travel or could, can't work it in like you're going to, let's say, Barbados to go sit on the beaches in, at Sandals, then there's really no way that you're going to be able to tie that into your audience. Unless, of course, they have like a hidden spot that's all home decor and you're going to be doing uh, maybe something about the tapestries that are hit the hung or whatever it might be. Find a way to connect it to your content. If you can't do that, then travel may not be the best fit for you. Now, a lot of people will say, well, how many followers do I need to have? How many page views do I need to have? Again, this is what I say time and time again when it comes to bloggers and influencers looking to pitch in order to create compensated sponsor posts for working with a particular brand. It's not about your follower number. It's more about the engagement that you get. So if you're wondering if maybe a place in California is a good spot for you to travel to and your audience would be interested in it, do a poll on Instagram stories and ask them, hey, what do you want to know about um, San Diego? Especially if you already have that deal ready to go. Now, if you don't have the deal ready to go and you want to know if San Diego is a good fit, then maybe you're going to ask your audience, um, what are some of the great best spots in San Diego? Or you're going to ask them, um, have you ever traveled to San Diego? Yes or no? All of these kind of things to kind of get a feel from your audience what they're going to be interested in. And if you don't get engagement on content, simple polls, then there's probably a reason why. And it may not be the right fit. This is really what it's going to come down to. Travel influencers, if you are strictly travel, you're obviously going to have the audience ready for this. Those are normally the places that a lot of these kind of hotels and resorts are looking to work with. But that's not to say if you were a mom blogger that you can't make it work. You're going to have a unique spin on the content that you could create for them. And if you're willing to work while you are vacationing, then it's the perfect way to break into being a travel influencer in this industry. You never know until, of course, you test the waters. And the best way to test the waters is to engage with your audience and find out how 
or if it's a right fit. And doing that with Instagram stories is going to be the fastest way. I have a couple different clients that they use Instagram stories primarily as their way that they are working with high paying brands, as well as selling their own products. We've talked about this multiple times, how Instagram stories right now in my business and in my clients' businesses are seeing great results with engaging in their audience and really being able to hit on those pain points and solve them for them. You can do the same thing with travel. You just have to make sure that you have the audience for it. If you don't yet have the audience for it and you would like to turn that way, again, keep it connected to whatever content you normally create. So if you're a food blogger, start talking about maybe local restaurants and the food that you're eating at these local restaurants. And then think about pitching for when you're on vacation for maybe for local restaurant for the restaurants in that area when you are traveling. So starting to warm your audience up to the idea of it so that you can start to think about becoming making travel as part of what you do as part of your brand. You guys, I know that it is extremely, when we think of these travel influencers, especially if you follow a ton of them on Instagram, their photos are beautiful and they go to all these wonderful places and you'll see something that says sponsored. And I, I often have brought this fact up that just because it says sponsored does not mean that they were necessarily paid for it but it could mean that they were compensated. So in other words, their room was while they were there were free, or maybe one night of the room was free. It depends upon each of the separate entities that you are reaching out to and talking to. So a great place to start might be looking at where other influencers have traveled to. And then where is it that you want to go? Can you find a contact in order to work with them? Now, like I said in the very beginning, if you have not grabbed my pitch sheet, you're going to want to make sure that you have that because the process is the same. Whether you are pitching for travel or pitching for food or you are pitching to get on a podcast, it's all the same. The same steps and strategies that you need to put into place. Be strategic about it. Follow up with them and create that relationship so that you can start to see where this might take you. You guys, I appreciate you all so much for listening in. I would love to see where you're listening to the podcast. Take a screenshot and tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose and put it on your Instagram stories. Because as you know, I'm a huge believer and love Instagram stories. And I would love to be able to continue the conversation with you over there. I also would so appreciate it if you guys left a review on iTunes. When you put together your review, just make sure you put your Instagram handle as your name. And if you don't find the name for your spot for your name right in the review, put it right into the review, just at, and then tell me your handle so that I can make sure that I send you a personal message thanking you for your review. It just helps for others to be able to find the podcast when there are reviews that are done on iTunes. All right, guys, until next time, I will talk to you all then. 